This episode is brought to you by ClearSky. ClearSky is the better way to do ID governance and automation, and it's on the ServiceNow platform. Now, why is it better? Well, it's better because they've taken all these years, decades plus now, of ID management practices and experiences, and they've rebuilt it fresh, and it's on the ServiceNow platform. Advantage one, you're on the same platform of work and work consumption, as all the rest of your other processes. Advantage two, and this is the first time we're talking about this advantage, Corey, like, you know, people are talking, it's going to be hard times for a bit, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, the market's market's crazy and everyone's a little skittish right now. Yeah, and what do you do when times get tough? You tighten your belt a bit. And that is a clear advantage for ClearSky because now you have an ability to rationalize your application portfolio a little bit. All these other ID management solutions you might be carrying on, and could you have a cost savings by switching to ClearSky, but also rationalize your applications. Like I don't need two different pieces of software that I have to have separate expertise on. I can put this all on the platform for work, ServiceNow, and just make myself smoother, leaner, and meaner. Yeah, dude, not enough enterprises are looking at their app catalog in this way. Having worked for, like most of us, having worked for like an enterprise, a large one too, you know, there are often a lot of applications out there that overlap and where you can reduce spend by consolidating. So ClearSky is definitely the way to go to help in that. So if you're interested in ID governance and automation, there is going to be a link below in the description of this podcast. Go check out ClearSky and tell them that the Duke and CJ sent you. That's right. All right, Corey, what are we talking about today? All right, Duke, we're having a ServiceNow Jobs Jam session. Mm. We're going to talk about how you work in ServiceNow from the perspective of actually being the person that's doing the work. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to cover the, the basic job types And then we're going to break down ways you can be employed in the ServiceNow ecosystem beyond just the titles, right? I'm talking about like different paradigms of work. So why don't we kick it off with the types of roles that you can do in ServiceNow? And specifically, Corey, I want to start with the basic building block, the ServiceNow admin, because I've been talking to a lot of new entrants to the ServiceNow ecosystem. And if there's one thing I wish more people knew, it's what an admin actually does. If you don't know what an admin actually does in real life, how are you prepping? How do you prep for something you don't know? Yeah, you know, that's that's a good point, Duke. And you know, what doesn't help is the fact that these titles are often really fungible across job descriptions, right? What some folks think might be an admin's role might be a BA role or a project management role, so on and so forth. Now, typically, it doesn't overlap in that way. Those are just examples. But you need to know especially when you're looking at certifications and entering the ServiceNow job market. What's expected of a person who is coming in as a ServiceNow admin so that you can properly execute those duties and excel above them because nobody wants to just be regular. And so, you know, I I think getting started, like where I would say, you know, a ServiceNow admin role starts is the the caretaker of the instance, right? Not, not, not Not the planner of the instance, not the person who's drawing out the direction in the future, but the caretaker, right? Like this is the person who is making sure that folks have access, that folks are removed from access when they leave the company, that folks can do the job using the ServiceNow tool set that, you know, everyone else is building inside of the platform. Yeah, I agree with you in principle. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> down in the weeds though, I think there's something that there's like, there's like a, there is a pervasive idea in the space that the admin is a maintenance role. Yeah. Right. Tune it every once in a while, like a mechanic, 
and do a lot of data administration. So the most common descriptions I get from new entrants is that the ServiceNow admin basically does, air quotes, stuff like user and group relationships, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd but, say that's, that's certainly a baseline of it, like a, yeah. at least one of the things. Yeah. And then also doing data admin, like put in new locations, put in new departments and companies. Okay. Yeah. But here's my challenge with that description. Uh-oh. Is that if I started over and I was an admin, the very yeah. first thing I would do to prove how awesome the platform is automate those two things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, isn't the dream to just have ServiceNow and AD talking in such a way that I get the users and I get the groups and I get the relationships between them? Absolutely. Talking to an, an IT guy, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. a person who cut his teeth on on Windows networking and has still has an MCSE. Yeah, I totally agree with you, right? You, you want you definitely want to get that data into ServiceNow and and have all of those kind of functionalities automated behind some kind of service request. Right. Or if not a service request, just an automation that keys off of different attributes. Like this is a posture of mine. If you are having to have your ServiceNow admin do data administration, like every Monday, go and see if there's new groups and add them to ServiceNow. Like you're doing it wrong. God, like yeah, I understand like, that. yes, you will be the person that does that. No, it's not a good place to be. Yeah, <laughs> so totally agree. My contention is that the ServiceNow admin is the one that is tasked with, excuse my French, shit jobs like data maintenance. But that should always be stuff that you source to people who, who manage the solution, right? Like maybe you've got some custom table storing widgets and ServiceNow admin doesn't know anybody anything about widgets, but the widget manager does. So give them a, a, a list view, write some ACLs and give them a role so that they manage it. Or if you're not doing that, build in some kind of automated import. Where's your source? Build a connection to that source. Build something in Flow Designer that goes every every once in a while look at it and pull it in i guess this is where i challenge your challenge right oh, here we go. <laughs> roll up the sleeves now <laughs> because i do agree with you i think all of those are functionalities of an admin and but i i look at all of that as like a comfort it's like a comprehensive kind of evolution of the role right so initially back in the day it was much more manual right it was go look at this list of groups in ad and recreate them in service now to match right now I feel like it's the manager of the automations that do the jobs, right? Like it's kind of like the robot caretaker in, in, from a certain perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like you want, like you said, those imports, that automation, those building out flows and service requests to kind of do all of those things. I think that's definitely in the wheelhouse of the, of the admin and definitely those expectations. But it's also the person who gets the ticket first. It's the person who's ensuring that everyone, you know, has the access to the tool set of service now in order to do their own job and doing the first level troubleshooting and probably maybe first level and a half troubleshooting to make sure that the system is actually performing the way that the developers and architects kind of envisioned it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, you know, I, I, so I don't maybe I'm not challenging there. your, no, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're totally not in contention there. Like I'm, I'm like, I guess what I'm saying is that there's an idea that, Oh, I'm like a data admin but yeah. not a caretaker of the automations because that's a lot more deep into the tool. Right. Right. And so I guess what I'm raging, not raging against, you know what I mean? I'm just in the best way. I'm trying to empower these people to understand what they're getting into and prep for that, which is you're not a data admin. No, agreed. Absolutely. You know, and it's not, it's not a maintenance only role.
Because here's the second thing. And you know what? This is very rapidly turning into a WTF as an admin episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to let it flow. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to let it flow. See what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's go with the flow. And speaking about flow, I want to take a moment and talk about the podcast sponsor, Magic Mind, because there is nothing better than being in a deep flow state while working on ServiceNow. Now, I find my flow states are easier to reach and last a lot longer when I'm using Magic Mind. Coffee just wakes me up. It gives me all kinds of jittery energy, but I find my focus, my energy, my creativity, and my memory just flow a lot better when I'm using Magic Mind, whether I'm using it alongside coffee or just on its own. So go to magicmind.co slash cjd, or click on the link in the description below if you want to try it. Be sure to use the promo code CJD20 for a discount. And let's get back to the show. Okay, so you're not a data admin, right? You mentioned it too. You're the first person to get to ticket. So I would say you're also the front line of the admin team, if indeed there yeah. is a team. Yeah, absolutely. You will get all the stuff that comes in. Maybe you're... Like, who knows what tasks you're working with? Enhancements, defects, stories, epics, incidents, catalog requests. Task records. records. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're getting the task records, and you're probably doing a whole bunch of stuff, which would include story grooming, first-line troubleshooting. Yeah. But what is the one variable that makes being able to do that way better? And I would argue it's knowing how to build on ServiceNow. Ah, I see where you're going here. You see what I mean? Like, which is yeah. definitively a completely different skill than data admin. I wait, I do clerical stuff. I, I take a record, I update it in service now versus I have to know how a script include works. I have to know how to do basic troubleshooting, but that necessitates that I know a little bit of the components. So like, hand, yeah, handymen aren't necessarily carpenters, right? Or plumbers or electricians but they know enough about each to get some basics done. So that's a good point, right? Like I kind of like the comparison to like the handyman in this situation, right? Because, you know, whenever I hire a handyman for something around the house, like you said, they do know some basic electricity. They do know some basic plumbing. They do know some basic carpentry. They do know, and and let's not diminish them, right? Like a lot of these folks actually have advanced skills in a lot of those areas too, right? Yeah. Definitely not using this as like a a diminished kind of comparison. What I mean by that is it's more of a jack of all trades kind of um, solution. And I think the the admin has to have that jack of all trades mentality. And it, this takes me back to when I was like fresh on the platform, and you know I went to the sysadmin um, and then the advanced sysadmin courses, which I don't even know if they still run or not. But when I left that second course, the advanced sysadmin course, I walked away with knowledge that was far greater than what a data admin would have, right? Like I knew how to, how to utilize the platform. I can write code on the platform, business rules, client scripts. I can utilize script includes. I could do Glide Ajax, right? Like all, all stuff was taught in those classes and demonstrated, you know, writing workflows and how you do, you know, request manage. All that kind of stuff is in this kind of course. And I believe all that stuff is the core competency of being an admin in the ServiceNow world, right? Like it's, this is not a, I'm just going to go in and, an administer list kind of job. At least I've never viewed it like that. Yeah. I viewed it as like, you know, a stepping stone towards being either a ServiceNow developer or a ServiceNow architect, but basically being the person who can turn the wrench in any part of the platform to ensure that it's working properly or at least oh, identify amen, problems bro. when you're not, right? Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> it's, that's exactly what I'm trying to teach people. 
Another way that might make this make sense is that most of the customer ecosystem isn't huge teams of ServiceNow people. They have right. like a ServiceNow person, maybe right. a couple of them, right? Yeah. That's, I think that's the, the, the experience of the majority. So when they say we want a ServiceNow admin, they're not thinking, gosh, we need somebody to do the data maintenance or the low level maintenance or just keep this thing alive, KTLO, keep the lights yeah. on. They are thinking about, I want somebody who can manifest what we want on the platform. They think it's bigger than just maintenance only. Yes, absolutely agree. You know what I think too is when I when I think admin, I think, you know, sysadmin in, in the IT world, right? And mm -hmm. that person is the caretaker of systems. And part of being the caretaker of those systems, right, is doing the upgrades on those systems, doing automation on those systems to make them run better, being the, the face of those systems when you're out and about in, in the business, right? And, and evangelizing and discussing and soliciting input. There's a whole lot there, right? That's not just right click on the list and delete a, yeah. know, delete a line item or update all or something like that, right? Like there's a whole lot here and in and, and the service now admin role. And, and Duke, to, to what you just said, right? I think a lot of folks are thinking that this is the person who can be my general go-to person to actually improve the system too. Yep. You know, so I, they expect, you know, if, if not the, some, some decent de development chops, they expect you to be able to understand how that works and, and at least use the condition builder around those areas of the system to make things happen. Yeah. And I think like the word admin is a little bit diminutive, right? You know, it, it's kind of both, right? Like, it, it, but the it's, term, it's, like when when you use it and you hear it, you feel like it's a smaller thing, right? Yes. And my contention is that it is not. And yeah. all of us who started like over ten years ago were kind of de facto admins. That's what we were because we had to basically like run the system, learn as much as we can about it, and be the one person for the system. Do absolutely right. So like, like so I. I I don't think there's anything diminutive about the word, right? right? It's almost like a, it's like a proto architect. Yes. Right. Yes. And some people go that way. Some people don't, whatever, but, uh, and, and I don't want to minimize architects either because it's a big, important job. But if I was starting over as an admin today, I would just have eyes on like an architect position further down the line, which basically means <sighs> I'm going to like contradict myself here, but going wide a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but going wide on platform knowledge versus deep on process knowledge, I guess. is Always do look completely agree with you, right? hundred percent always go wide on the platform. <laughs> yeah. Always. Right. Like that's just going to pay back in spades. Yeah. And maybe I'm a little biased because I learned that way too, but I think it's helped me. I know now ServiceNow is starting to bake in processes a little bit more uh, detailed and a little, a little deeper than it used to. But for a long period, a stretch of time, like a ServiceNow app that came from ServiceNow was just a ServiceNow app built on the platform, right? It was just a different collection of forms and business rules and so on and so forth. And it's still that way to a certain degree. So if you knew the platform, you could deconstruct the app and understand how it was, how it worked and how it was made and then how you can map it to your own business. So yeah, so many benefits to going wide, dude. Another spin to give you a perspective on like the totality of what an admin is. And let's say you're lucky enough to get onto a ServiceNow team. Okay, you got a customer that has big investments, both monetary and people-wise, and you become an admin on that team. 
what makes you a standout admin and what gives you the best future potential for what you can do and where you can go. And I would say the admin that makes everybody else's life a lot easier is the one that progresses the fastest. And by everyone, I mean the stakeholders. Like by everyone, I mean everyone. So stakeholders, if you're interacting with them, trying to understand their needs so that you can groom better stories so that the people who build it are closer to what the customer needs. I mean the developers, meaning the developer has an entire app to create and an admin can say, well, listen, I know a lot about ACLs. Let me build out the ACL component for you. And you go write the script includes with the deep code stuff. Right. And I mean the architect in terms of prepping the architect, like maybe it's the admin that runs the instant scans or the uh, upgrade center work and informs the architect, like we are having problems here. Instant scan is flipping out about all these goddamn ITBM app things that were put in by that vendor who had the fucking accelerator that put (laughs) (laughs) an instant danger danger, danger alert (laughs) (laughs) just thought you should know (laughs) and where's the documentation (laughs) here we go i feel a lot better though (laughs) (laughs) glad you got that out I feel like you need to get that out once a show or so in order for you to be right. (laughs) (laughs) This primes me for my week. But you know what I mean, right? By knowing as much as you can, experiencing as much as you can, and essentially making yourself the best builder on ServiceNow as you can be, you can help out all teams. And then that way you might start as an admin, but who knows where you're going to end up after that. If you're helping the customers, you're basically taking on the role of a BA. If you're helping the developers, you're taking the role of a BA and a developer. If you're helping the architect, you're basically being an admin and a developer. You know what I mean? Like you just, you're yeah. scaling into everything. Then go where you want. But the key here is the more you know about building on ServiceNow, and yes, I also mean code, <laughs> the better for you. You know, Duke, I, I, I distill this down into like, you know, one sentence uh, worth of advice that I give the folks, right? And it's everything that you just said. I mean, it just kind of front ends everything you just said. It's basically getting away and make yourself useful, right? Oh, yeah. You know, so sure. no matter what's going on in the instance on the team and no matter who has the responsibility of it, right? like get yourself in the way of whatever's going on so that you're part of the talk, you're part of the process, you're soaking up that knowledge just by being in the room. And then, like you said, Duke, make yourself useful. If you can write ACLs better or good enough for the for the app and you can kind of offload that um that responsibility from the developer who's doing like more of the deep cope stuff, do that. Make yourself useful in that way. And then you'll notice, especially from a career evolution perspective and career growth, you'll start to see yourself taking on more and enhanced um, job responsibilities, which like you said, Duke, again, Opens opens uh, the door to whatever kind of, um, you know, more advanced career and service now that you want to have, whether that's, you know, architecture, development, BA, so on and so forth, right? Like yeah. all of that stuff starts, in my opinion, from being a good admin. Now you can go about it in different ways, sure. But yeah. I think, you know, a good solid framework, a good solid platform as an admin makes you more prone to be success- successful later in your career than less. I couldn't agree more. And it makes me sad that there's so much, it's not, it's not like there's a malign presence behind this, driving this, but it, it's sad that people coming into the ecosystem today have such a pressure cooker of, you got to find a niche. Right. And 
you haven't spent day one as an admin on an instance actually doing stuff. Yeah. If it's just somebody came, came up to me and said, Robert, what kind of plumber do you mean? I'm like, there's options? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the tools look like. <laughs> you need a plumber with a wrench. How about that? Right. <laughs> like you just... And by the way, there are plumber's wrenches and they're awesome. But you just, if you looked at one, you wouldn't even know it's a wrench. <laughs> right. It does look different. Um, yeah. <laughs> where was I going with this? But it, I don't know where I was at going. Home with Depot? This. Oh, yeah. The pressure, the pressure <laughs> cooker of like select a niche, select a niche. Do you want to do ITOM? Like, why on, how on earth are you going to do, be a good ITOM person if you've not, like, if you don't understand the rest of the platform? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you even there, Duke, and interject my own rant here. You can't do ITOM unless you got a background in IT. So there's going to be some exceptions there. But ITOM is literally the, mer the merging of service now with the IT portion of your enterprise, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so knowing how, knowing the existence of different types of IT infrastructure, number one, knowing how you access those things and the levels of security and how kind of that auth authentication happens especially around like service now discovery is definitely a mandatory and don't even get me started on what you need to know in order to kind of make service mapping work and again this all requires generalized it knowledge and i'd probably say a little bit more a little bit more knowledge than you'd acquire on the service on a it help desk right this is mm -hmm. probably like level two it kind of knowledge that you'll need to have before you even start considering you know item so if you don't have that and you're new to service now, drop that right now. Like just drop it in the bucket boop, and find something else, <laughs> you know? And that's not to say you can't come back for it, but it's way too much to try to learn generalized IT knowledge and generalized service now knowledge at the same time, and then try to figure out how they work together. Dude, right testify. like that's a great <laughs> tangent to do because I, I find that there's a huge misunderstanding on ITOM as well. There's a population of people who are looking at the, the O part in ITOM and have a completely different idea of operations yeah right they're, they're looking at it as like human operations what are the people uh, doing and it's like no if you don't understand protocols and PowerShell, like, like i don't i wouldn't even touch itom with a 10-foot pole like i'm not good at that i didn't come up that way i didn't manage those things but shoot man we were talking about data admin earlier right right there's your master data administrator is your itom people like just getting discovery to, to figure out the right things to discover. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, <laughs> so they're going to own all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, and assuming that it's like you said, with the automation component of it and that's being done, <sighs> then all of that's going to filter down to the sysadmin who's now going to be the caretaker of those, you know, automations that were created in those integrations. Yeah. But discovery admin is a job in and of itself. Like I'm Ooh. saying like <clears throat> how technically demanding it is. Yeah. Nobody just walks off the street and becomes a discovery. I mean, like you said, you need to have that IT systems background before discovery even starts making sense. Yeah, because you're going to run into to scenarios where ServiceNow Discovery won't natively discover that thing that you're pointing, at, pointing yep. it at. And so how do you communicate that then to your stakeholders on the client side, the customer side, rather, um, in terms of like, hey, I need somebody to go and and figure out blah, 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 right? And blah, blah, blah is going to be something like authentication or firewall or access or lots of different kind of techie, really techie stuff, right? And yeah. if you don't know even how to ask for that, That's I can true. guarantee you that the PM's not going to know how to direct it for you. I hear you, brother. Yeah, dude, I, I got over 20 years of experience in IT. And man, I, I still take ServiceNow Discovery jobs like very cautiously because... <laughs> 
like they just have a huge potential to go left, especially in, in scenarios where they don't know you coming, right? And by they, I mean security. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. that's a tangent for another show, though. <laughs> All right. Do you think we hit this one? Man, I think we I think we did pretty good on this one. I think we had really outlined what, what folks are looking for or what an admin does or should be doing, maybe from our perspective in terms of creating the genesis of a successful ServiceNow career. So for all you out there who are aiming at ServiceNow admin, go in with clear eyes. And our recommendation to you is that you become the best builder on ServiceNow that you can be. Yes, we also mean code. Check the description below. There's going to be tons of links there for ways you can ways we can help you with that. Check out our last episode, the work is bullshit episode, and the episode before that, which is uh, what to build when you're building on ServiceNow. And those two things combined will at least put you on the right path for building and becoming the best admin that you can be. Thanks for listening, and we're going to see you on the next one. All right, guys, bye bye.